podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Calling all carriers. Schneider's new Freight Power app makes it easy to find and book reliable loads instantly. So you spend less time hunting for freight and more time hauling it. Download the Schneider Freight Power app today. Available now at the App Store and Google Play. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts. And they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cop are champions of Europe once again. Hi everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Copper and Fraka. I am your host Christian, um, of course we're part of the Twistline Fraka Network. Joining me today to talk about a fucking phenomenal week, Liverpool related, is Ellis. What's going on? Of course I'm joined by Julian. Two times, two times. <laughs> the, the, have you seen, have you like seen, the, uh, seen the meme of that where it's um, when Earl Hebner um, does, does the two count? So fucking funny. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm easy, man. Nothing heavy. You know, light work. We just lightly beat that team that we always beat in, but you know, it's calm. Keep it big, stepping. Big man team, big man thing. Um I'm joined by Harold. Yo, what are you saying? People down? You uh, good, yeah? <laughs> all good, man. I can feel the energy. The energy is good in this podcast tonight, man. Um, man, we got this. Go good. Um joined by Farouk. Yes, yes, yes. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. League is done, you lot. It's done. Let's go. Big energy with the Vince Carter. It's over, GIF. It's over. It's over. Uh, and of course, I'm joined by Mark. Yo, yo. Is that energy we're bringing today? I should start singing Champions. Ale, ale, ale. All them things. Well, oh, I've... mate. You are trying to finish this podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the thing, man. Everyone else, everyone else is saying it's a trouble, <laughs> I was trying to keep it calm today, but if that's the energy everyone's bringing, like, nah, we got this, we got this. Uh, nothing, heavy, man. Everyone's saying it's over, man. So we might as well go with the flow, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> that was real tentative. <laughs> I don't know about them ones there still. You, 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 you man backing out? You man backing out? 
People don't want to be. People don't want to be having that. People don't want to be com- people coming up at the end of the day saying that you're under surveillance. We can no, see. you know, you know, you know what it is, yeah. Uh, you you know what's it called? You know when um gets t- uh, gets gets one on that set with um what's it called with uh who they go on the set with Jamma uh Temper T and then, J- yeah, then Jamma's yeah. giving him the side there. That's what I'm giving, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm giving you, man, right now, car. He's looking a bit mad. Yeah, and of course, we're in such a good mood because the Reds, the mighty boys in Reds, scored a phenomenal 3-1 win over the reigning Premier League champions, Manchester City, at the weekend. Ellis, I'll start off with you for some for, for some good stick talk. The yeah, f- man, nothing the- heavy, bro. You can't come to the ends and think, yeah, what, you're going to run things? No, it doesn't work like that. You understand? Well, I mean, um, certain team, certain certain people have a habit of opening the mouth and saying that, you know, oh, we're not going to get intimidated by the Anfield atmosphere. You know, um, we're not going to get shook. And then what happens to man? They get, you get shook. You get, you get shook. Yeah. Everyone says that. Like, you see, rival hands on Twitter saying, "Oh, the atmosphere is all fabled. It's all it's a lie." It's for like, bruv, how can other managers say that they're shook of the atmosphere? That like, other players say it suffocates them, bruv. Anfield is not a joke. You know what I mean? So when you're talking about it, talk about it. Lightly, you know I me. Mean? Watch, watch Fam. your mouth, fam. When you, you don't want to come Anfield in the winter, bro. It gets, it gets dark at. Bro, exactly. Them man don't bust their gun at night. <laughs> man don't bust their man, gun at man night. Man, they've been sipping on their Copperberg all day. Time with a Carlsberg, they've been sipping for a time. It's a bit sticky under them Anfield lights, bro. You can't, it's long, can't come there. Long, nah. Movie, bro. Barcelona found that was a movie still. Fam, it's long. <laughs> a, a literal movie? They're putting a fucking was, documentary? That's what he was cancelled. <laughs> Mum was looking in the mirror like, raw. Is that me? <laughs> Is that me? It's raw. How do you get beaten 4 0 at Anfield? Your head oh. slapped on camera, and then ba- you do a ba- documentary. Like, what's, going, what's going on there? Oh, fam. But yeah, man, the game itself. Um, first fifteen, I actually thought, I actually thought Man City played a better football because they were peppering us. First five, they had like three corners in, in succession and a free kick. So these times already, I'm sweating. I'm thinking, rah, this is long. Um, after a while, we got into our groove. Yeah, first five, then yeah, the penalty. Is it not a penalty? Is it a penalty? Doesn't matter. Um, we've taken up the other end, and Fabinho's done a matching. He's done his best, Steven Gerrard rendition. And absolutely whacked it into Boy. the back of the net. So then um, we've taken it from there. Again, the game is ebbing and flowing. They've had a few half chances. Aguero's got in. I think they had a chance where Sterling missed a clear header where he's just headed it straight. Um, yeah, he's headed it past the post. Yeah, was that off, like, the, um, off, off a corner? Yeah, instead of like... Bring, I think it was off a free kick and we didn't follow through. We didn't follow him uh, ah, yeah. and he just ran through. Um, then again it's going back and forth obviously I'm just trying to breeze through it going back and forth um, midfield the midfield battle was quite intriguing because we was pressing really hard Genie was unleashing his clearance sayed off and Rude Hullick performed as well Genie is the goal Genie uh, is the goal man I mean obviously we, if you, we, uh, you listen to this yeah, I'm sorry I know, as I said say we are uh, 
We all laughed at Abdul when he came on the other day and said that. Uh, wow. We're still laughing. I mean, we <laughs> asked. We are still. We are still laughing at him. Loud. If he continues to play like that, man, we have to like start giving up ratings. I'm a. I'm a guy who is a bit critical of Genie in it because I know he has the tools. Yeah, because I know he has the tools, but he doesn't. He doesn't show it all the time. Like I don't like this. How many? How many big games we have in a season? What? We play the top top six. Do you have like twelve big games? Or I, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you have ten. You have ten big games. I, I don't want that. I yeah. want you to be on point every game, so man will know the levels. But and I definitely see. have to walk something back real quickly. I remember saying off the pod anyway that Genie couldn't spray the ball. He was scared to spray the ball. There was two pings this match. Absolutely beautiful <laughs> pings. You don't want to Henderson. Oh, one to Henderson was amazing. There's no one to follow it up. But he, he was immense. Like he was, he was, he was having up De Bruyne man. De Bruyne, they were what hit him, bro. De Bruyne. If you if you watch the game, De Bruyne didn't get into the game as he would have liked to. Liverpool absolutely suffocated his space. Um, then we I scored two nil. Um, Henderson. Sorry, sorry, Ellis. So, sorry. No, um, what did you think of Henderson this game? Um, I thought it was okay. It, it was you know with Henderson. Oh, mate, you have, I feel like you're doing a bit of a disservice there. I thought it was brilliant. I probably am. I probably am. Obviously, he, should, he doesn't get on the ball enough and he doesn't do enough with the football. But for the cross for the money's goal, that was a fantastic cross. He was, he was, he was good. He was, do you know, for me personally, I thought everyone was good. Yeah. I haven't got anyone to say like, oh, he was dead or whatever. Everyone was good. I think everyone done their jobs pretty well. Do you know one thing we're normally quite critical of Klopp of um, making quite late subs? Yeah. Not this game. Like he was like 65th minute. He said, "Hendo, it's enough. Come off. I need uh, more energy back Hendo, in." Hendo done one chip, one chop. Yeah, Hendo uh, clock said, "No, no, 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 big man, stop that." <laughs> <laughs> when he did that back, when he did that back flick, he was like, "Hey, get he the fuck up here right man, now." You think you're he doing? Yeah, he, 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 he tried to admit the score in the cup. You know, I didn't bring you on for this. That's not your bag. That's not your bag. That's not your pocket. That's not your pocket. Cup came up like Teddy Long went, "Hold on a minute, player." We haven't spoken about the second goal. The second goal was mad. Um, so, on a week where certain men were imitating crosses online, which we'll get to later, but I mean, fucking hell. Nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's, what's been going on there? To go to the park. Brother, what Salah was Man went to Power League and then decided to hit a diagonal pass to hit the hit the chain fence. Brother, he made that. Brother, that. I lied. That's what I'm saying. Like the the, the, the guy that he passed it to was like, "What is that for me?" Because he's you know, he running back. Man, he's like, "Hammy, man, pulled a hammy, bro." Yeah. He's like, "What?" Man pulled up. He's like, like, I, need, I need a sub. I need a sub, man. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, doing the whole on strings, bro. On, the whole on strings, man was doing best trying to hold, trying to hold on to the ball, bro. Like, what the hell is that? Bam! <laughs> another, it was another fantastic <laughs> ball on his weaker foot from the <laughs> left foot ping, left, left foot, foot ping. ping. And, get out, get out. Um, oh. and the ball from Robertson was mental on onto Salah's head. Salah took it really well, man, because other players who aren't on form would have taken a touch. Yeah. But he knows where the goal is. And he just put it away, which is which is good. Um put a good good video out. Goal scorers do what goal scorers do. That's just it, man. That's just it. I want to talk about the last fifteen fam. They had on us had us on ropes, bro. It felt a lot it felt a lot like um the Champions League game 
at their yeah. place, the second leg, kind of that first. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I mean, they they just they went all out, went for the throat um, when they should have gone for the head. Another Thanos reference there. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, that whole first half, and it, obviously they peppered us kind of that last fifteen. But I mean, Bernardo was was really good. But I think we did a really good job of kind of like filtering the ball, just saying, saying to Angelino, "Okay, cool." You know, you can have all the space you want. You can put as many balls at the box as you want, but he's not going to actually hit anyone. And on the only occasion he does hit someone, it's cool because we're going to be calm and just deal with it. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what I was saying throughout the game about average positioning and about how Genie and Marnie track back so much on that side oh, to make Sadio. sure there was no space for Bernardo at all. Sadio's tracking was amazing. And then Henderson, I was criticising him a bit throughout the first half, but he did his job really well. He pushed up on Angelino, so any time the ball broke, he was right there. Angelino was way up the pitch, and that was our outlet every single time. Yeah, and you, you know what? Um, that's what right, I even forgot I was going to say. Look at me, just best speaking. <laughs> um, with, um, yeah, yeah, sorry, I remember now. So, yeah, last 15, I think sometimes, like, similar to Champions League is that you know, we look at our frailties and we're like, oh, we conceded in, like, in this Champions League where it's compiled of the best teams in Europe. Like, this is going to happen. Like, City and Liverpool, for me, are the best teams in Europe. Like, yeah. Stand like, set. We are going to come under pressure when they're going all out. They're wing- their full-backs are going, out- they're going all out. Their-, their centre-backs are on the halfway line, pushing forward to our half. Like, and they've got quality, like distinct quality. Bernardo on one side, Sterling on the other. It's like it's not like KDB in behind. Like it's we're gonna be under under the cosh. I was most impressed by how he defended Lovren in particular, who was not to give him too much credit. Even I wanted to go to his head again, but yeah. he, was, he was he was yeah, level. he was good. He was immense, man. He was yeah, immense. He, he was, was, he was, he was our, best, our best defender. Especially on our comments last week, he was our best defender. No, I completely agreed. The past two games with Lovren, he, he obviously he's quite an aggressive player. Likes to play on the front foot. He actually looks like he's think. Well, it's going to sound so stupid a thing to say, but he actually looks like he's thinking things through when he'd normally kind of dive in for a tackle. He's not doing that. He he's waiting on. He's no, been he's, a bit more passive. He's, yeah. He's, uh, well, shout out them man on the TL who you know trying to out out a certain man for making certain comments about loving in it. I see you. Yeah, it's okay. me included. Me included. Loving still worry. shit, but he played well. He played well. I'll give him his props for that game. He played very well. Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's done a, someone. Go on, no, go on through. Sorry. I think this is like, you know, usually when we have a game, Liverpool, over the last, what, 18 months, we always leave saying, oh, the fullbacks were amazing or the front threes. It's one or two. Or maybe Van Dijk was excellent. Um, but I think this is the first game where I'd say hats off to the whole middle three, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were the best part of the game. I know Salah scored, yeah. Mane scored, the fullbacks combined for the second goal. But overall, I think our midfield literally ran the show. Like, they carried the team. Mm. They actually carried the team. Hendo was good in parts, but I like when he went like close to the right hand side. He was a threat. I think Ginny with his ball retention was amazing. That's I think personally for me, outside of maybe the Barcelona game, that's Ginny's best ever game for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 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 I agree. I think, Some I of the hold up play was amazing. Yeah. Quality. Speaking of speaking speaking of the midfield three, am I the only one that actually um, has noticed that the midfield three always perform better when the other team actually want to have the ball for longer? 100%. So like, That's what the for, for sure. so so I feel like with other teams, um, because we're because we're basically better than every single team, bar City, arguably. Um, when we play against them, they let us have the ball, and because Henderson, Wijnaldum, 
I'm not going to say Fabinho as much, but Henderson and Munyadam, when it comes to them having a lot of the ball, they you, you kind of... I feel like they're, they're under a lot of pressure. They make a lot of bad decisions or they just don't have the ability to make the best decisions. But, um, yeah, when they don't have the ball, they're able to... Get, have their moments where they can pass it off, clip it to the side, or clip it, or clip it forward, where and and not have to dribble with the ball or or move forward, the ball, which has basically been our problem with that midfield freeze. That when they have the ball, they're not doing what Ox or Cato would do, which is drive with the ball. They would just stay very static and basic. Or Genie would do it for five minutes, so I won't do it and be ghost for the rest of the night. But this game, I'm going to yeah. give everyone their credit. They've done very, very, very well. The thing that annoyed me a little bit about Genie is because we saw him dribbling past numerous players this match. Yeah. Absolutely ripping, man. Like, picking up the ball, ripping, man, laying it off to someone in the middle of the park, setting off an attack. So, he can do it. I don't know why he doesn't do it in the regular game, but it's just one of them things you have to live with. 100%. I feel like um, these kind of games is just... like. I was a lot of my friends were asking me if I'm nervous and all that. Naturally, yeah, you're you're a little bit nervous, but at the same time, I was I was looking. I, I, I was I was looking forward to us like doing well. And when we scored, I wasn't I celebrated, but I wasn't surprised. I'm like, not gonna lie, yeah. Every I'm time never gonna lie, I'm completely opposite. I was I'm completely yeah. Every, I'm not gonna lie. Every every time we butt Pep or butt Man City in Anfield, I know it's either the three points or worst comes to worst, and that's a mad day for us. It's a draw, Pep. And Man City, Man City and Pep aren't on piss when they come to Anfield. I'm sorry, like no, it's, it's a harsh reality. It, it, it kettles it kettles Pep's head that he can't. Like Man was in Everton, the other side of Liverpool, thinking about coming to Anfield in a couple of days listen, when listen. he was watching being Manchester, being Manchester City or whatever the fuck it was. But yeah, man, like he, sorry, man, like Pep, I'm not I'm I'm not shook of Pep when it comes to when it comes to Anfield. I'm not shook of anyone when it comes to Anfield, but Man Man City especially, like that's their bogey ground. So I'm not shook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are right. There, there was even, a, there was even a sorry, Dan. There was even a question, um, where someone asked, someone asked him about about um Edison, um, about about Edison not playing, and he, he still manages to mention Klopp. Started talking Klopp. about Klopp. Klopp said he's going to play. Head, head is kettled, bro. Uh, he is. He's absolutely. He's absolutely finished. But going back to our midfield comment, really quickly, I just we can give him all the all the plaudits we want for this game, but. I, this is what I expected them in this kind of game. I need to see more of that on a weekly basis. Like I need to see this intense. You won't. I know. I know. I know it won't. <laughs> you won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we won't. Damn right, we won't. Take, take it. Take it as you can, Maggie. Because you, you won't see this again for a while. Enjoy it. Bro. Enjoy it. Yeah. I think, I think that probably kind of goes to what Julian was trying to say in that this midfield plays like this against teams that have more of the ball. So against a lesser team, we won't see this performance because they're going to have more of the ball. You know. So I think. Yeah. Yeah. That. This 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 midfield I'd usually play them again. If we're playing Barcelona in the final, I'd play this midfield. If we're playing oh, City, I'd play this calm, midfield. calm. You know? I'll play yeah, calm against Barcelona. You know? Anyone calm, you can play them. Yeah. But against like like Sheffield, yeah, there's no point. No. It's just it's just a waste. But I want to say one thing on Pep because I think he kind of gets away with something, and it, it really pisses me off. Like for example, this game he started Fernandinho at the back, right? Um, mm-hmm. He's got a fully capable centre back on the on on the bench. Otamendi. I don't care how bad you guys think he is. He's a better centre back than Fernandinho. Yeah, understand. So, I have no remorse for Pep. I don't know on that. Sorry, I was saying that in the chat. I have no remorse for Pep. Why are you doing that? Why are you makeshifting people? Why are you shifting players when you have the team there? He gets away with it. He gets away with it. Have you not? Have you noticed? Yeah, every time Pep comes to Anfield, he tries to do something different. Like 
the, surprise. The, 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 like, l- like, like last week, Kevin De Bruyne at number ten it hasn't been the main thing this 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 season. But somehow when he comes to Anfield, he puts him at number ten. I remember. And I'm so happy he did it because it didn't work at all. Exactly. And I remember when he came. Angelina left back is a mad thing, but to be fair, injury, so I can't understand. Um, what was it when he came? He was Mendy wasn't fit. He's but to be fair, you got you got to give Pep a blab with that because Mendy hasn't been fit enough to come to Anfield and, and for Pep to trust him enough. If you get what I mean. Well, he played. He played in a week. He played against yeah, Pep's, Atalanta. Pep's comments were. Yeah, but he's been Atalanta injured bro. for about two years on and off. So yeah, so after coming a game, to Anfield, he needs a bit more rest. It's a very very intense game, so yeah. he can't really be. Well, he also, also he also literally did sign another kind of wing back in the summer as well. And he's, yeah. he's a right back, though, yeah. I swear. Yeah, but you can move he's someone else. Cancelo played on the left as well for him, so I don't know why he's not playing Cancelo. That's on it him. It makes excuses. It makes excuses because I everyone was like, yeah, City squad is depleted, but they've got the most expensive squad in the in the world. City squad de- being depleted is a is a false is a false argument. You can't for City especially. You can't you can't. Nah, sorry, you can't you can't tell us you can't use the excuse that City's squad is yeah, they spent too much they spent too much money, they've had too much success, and they have a and they have they spent they've had sorry, they've developed a good enough academy for this not to be an issue. Well just to look at no their, way. just look at their bench from the weekend. So he only brought on one sub and that was Gabriel Jesus, so we took Aguero off for. Um and he had Mares, Atamendi, Cancelo, David Silva, who also probably wasn't Apparently wasn't fit, but was fit enough for the bench. Uh, Foden and the immortal Scott Carson. Tell him to shut the fuck up, man. Like, so he had. He, so wait, he had who? Cancelo, Mares, and Otamendi. So he had a. And Silva. He had a form, Foden. He had a former PFA Player of the Year on the bench. Yeah. He had Otamendi, who you know, like Farouk said, thirty million. He's a good. He's a good centre back. He's he's yeah. basically he's the He's their lover, basically. Um, basically. Cancelo, you know. You, uh, European winning wing back. I'm assuming traded traded Danilo for him, by the way, and and a couple and, exactly. and, and a couple more M's on top and a couple just of bills to, just to break yeah. FFP. Um, uh, allegedly, allegedly, um, allegedly. David Silva, probably one of the best midfielders in the We've past. Seen in this league, yeah, 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 in the past ten years. Um, and obviously Phil Foden, who gets ten minutes, you know, every game if they're beating City, if they're beating also Watford, one of the- like ten ten nil. Also, one of the best youth products in England at the moment, but the, who doesn't get a chance? But we'll we'll we'll, con- we'll, we'll concede. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like, well, you can't really complain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, nah, he does this all the time. Like the Champions League uh, quarterfinals, was it when he came to our ground? He changed. I can't remember exactly what he did, but he changed something. Other. Th- I think that was one of the first times he put someone at left back who shouldn't have been there. He lopsided. He played lopsided. Yeah. That game. yeah. Something like that. Last season, I think it was a pretty standard standard team, but he didn't come well, back with a win. Like he he played for the draw, he played for the draw that game, and he, he yeah. you know what, he probably fucked up by not playing for the draw this game. Because if you keep nah, it, nah, we we still would have won. I still think we still have won. Because, nah, I, I, I yeah, think we would have shut them down. Yeah, I, shut them yeah. Down I still quick. I still think we would have won. But if he plays for the draw, he can still set it at six points and it's yeah. a clawable back. I think it would have. I think it would have been less of an open game. Like we wouldn't have been going back and forth and opening exchanges like that. Yeah. But, but it, was one thing, yeah. it was interesting that Bernardo Silva did say as well, kind of in his post in uh, in the post match, in a game that he probably shouldn't have also been playing in as well. 
Um, mm, but if we begin to speak, my goodness, oh, <laughs> I speak, I'm in trouble. If I speak, I'm in trouble. Mm, I'm in mm. trouble if, if I he's, got, he's, got, he's got certain cases pending, but you know, certain, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain, but, certain but we're the, no, don't worry, man. Don't worry, guys. We're the only ones that man has even posted bail for his case. No, I'm still out here. So, so you, you know, you know, when you see them use on the road that just got like you on know, Ramon, you had on charge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had charge, and you're thinking, raw. Man's raving it up and he has an M charge, like. Yeah, he's on remand. He's on remand. Any minute now. You're, you're drinking Ian. You're drinking Ian J when you're on tag. What's going on there? What's going on, like? Uh, are you supposed to be home right now? It's nine o'clock. Like, he's on remand <laughs> still, like. It's a bit nuts. But yeah, I mean, if if we uh, if we complain again about that, apparently we'll be point scoring. But I mean, that's a conversation for another time. Um, it was interesting in his uh, in his post match comments. He was saying that you know you can play well against these guys, and then for some reason you still find yourself two 0 down. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's like so they, many teams, it's true. Like we were, so many, so many teams have been better than us this year, and then we just end up winning. And it's they, like, they, oh. they were playing, they were playing great. Like that first half seemed like it went on for, forever. Like I was looking, at, I looked like at, I, I looked at the clock, and I thought it was half time. It was like thirty-two minutes. I was like, Jesus. No, for Christ. me, it was, for me, it was the last fifteen minutes. I was thinking, boy, if they score again, it could be peak for us. Oh, it would have been yeah. a bit sticky, techy, techy for us. But I mean, um, yeah, we didn't play great. Um. And we found ourselves 2-0 up. I mean, we, had, we couldn't really string two passes together properly. And, you know, we were 2-0 up. Um, and obviously, the last 15 minutes, a couple of seasons ago, we would have seen Klopp bringing on another defender. And we'd be for fucking hell, we're in for, you know, a bit of a bumpy ride in these last 10 minutes. But you can kind of sit back now and when he brings on, you know, Gomez or something for the last 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of the game. I, I also like how Klopp made a, a great change in, what's it called? Um, uh, bringing on Milner, sticking him at right back and then putting Trent in the, Trent in the middle. I I I thought that was very interesting, like a very very interesting change that he made, which I liked a lot. The only sub I, I the only sub I, I didn't like time. from him was um, I thought he brought on Oxide Chamberlain far too early. Obviously, I know yeah. he wanted to change to four 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 two and get more control over the midfield, but I, he probably thought he should have took off Salah because Salah was absolutely goosed at that point. Yeah, and and I think he brought on Chamberlain in a, in a part of a game where we was getting bombarded, and he put him on the right hand side. Where it was getting bombarded, I would have put Chamberlain on the left hand side. I think after after a while he changed it, then he brought on Milner. I know he brought on I think when he brought on Gomez. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then he brought Trent forward, then he put Chamberlain on the on the other side. But um I, must... I like the tactical flexibility from Klopp though. I like the fact that he's doing that this season. Mm-hmm. It's good, yeah, it's good. I'm I, I must admit I wasn't worried in the last fifteen, you know. I'm not gonna say I was really Sir. I was super, super, super relaxed. I just didn't see us conceding two goals in 15. I just, it's just not Liverpool. Like, I know we did it in the Champions League against, but I just don't think, I just, I'm so relaxed. Maybe I'm overconfident, isn't it? But I just, no, I, 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 I completely feel you. The, the culture change and the shift change in this yeah, Liverpool was... as compared to, like, I mean, just like literally, what, two seasons ago? Yeah, I think man just got PSD from, you know, PSTD or whatever you call it from. You know, the Rogers era. Yeah, for you, bro. That's it. But yeah, that, because, bro, I'm relaxed now, man. It's Virgil, it's Alisson. It's them man at the back there, isn't it? We don't concede freely like that, man. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice having a spine. And that's something. Yeah, it really is. Bro, this is, like, you know when when I was watching the game, yeah, there was one corner that came in, yeah, and it just reminded me, like, Oh yeah, we have Allison in goal. Yeah, we yeah, have like, a safe yeah. pair of hands. <laughs> like, like before, it would be Millionaire or Carriers who try to catch it. It will bounce on the floor. It will bounce around for a bit, and then someone will get a leg in, and then boom, it's a goal. But then when Allison caught it, I was like, Oh yeah, 
one of the best keepers in the world is in goal. Did you see what happened to uh, Kepa the other week where the ball hit him up, uh, in, in the week against Ajax? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was unfortunate, man. When the ball hit him on the face <laughs> and went in the net. <laughs> when you're a keeper like that, you can afford that mistake. Like, But if that would have been like Mignolet for us, they'd have fucking pulled him off the pitch and pulled 100%. him into the cop. <laughs> You know that video of, of that of that um that the, the the Nigerian guy getting pulled across. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been us. That would have been us. The million like, nah, you had enough. <laughs> Why is Nigerian, please? Why is Nigerian? <laughs> the evil you've done enough in this world. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think last talking point on the game, and every uh, this is uh, this has only been a talking point. So fucking Sky Sports and B. BBC, not BT, B- BT actually do decent sports coverage. BBC have something to talk about while fucking international breaks going on. The Trent handball, I am doing air quotes, because it came off fucking Bernardo Silva's hand before it even went through. Therefore, it would have been a free kick for us and yep. the referee allowed play to go on. I don't get why mm-hmm. people are making such a big deal out of it. For me, it's I'm such a simple concept. Right it's now. such a simple concept. In the Man U game, Mane went through on goal. Yep. It got handballed. As an attacker, it didn't. He didn't do it intentionally. The goal was disallowed. Bernardo's handball, even if it managed to go through to Sterling and Sterling scored, it would have been disallowed. Straight after the deflection of Bernardo's hand, it hit Trent, and advantage law takes over. Both should be able to cancel each other out. But I do see what Mourinho and company were saying on Sky Sports, saying how. Do you really give that decision in front of the cop? Do you really bring it back for a free kick when Fabinho's just scored an absolute screamer? Do you do that at Old Trafford? Do you do that at Stamford Bridge? Do you do that anywhere, any big ground? Well, it's just one of them things that you have to live with with VAR where the referees are human. They have these influences on them at the same time. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a slightly different approach and... I'm gonna stick it on. The, I'm gonna stick it on the refs because I do feel like, yes, I, again, as you as Mourinho and, Co- and company were saying, would you do that in front of Anfield in, in front of the Anfield crowd? Would you do that in front of Old Trafford? But the, the the rules are the rules. Like I don't think the rules are clear enough, especially when it comes to handballs with VAR. Yeah, that's 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 a big big issue. Like goals yeah, like, that goals, like, goals that goals that Old Trafford. Cool. Like yeah, you can. Yeah, you can disallow that. I, I have no issue with that being disallowed, but the the laws of the game is it not if off the top of my head, I'm not a uh, I don't work for the FA or football expert, but off the top of my head is is if the handball gives you an advantage in play, that is when you can bring it back, or when it's obviously like you know not in the natural position. And from as far as I'm concerned, I think they changed the rules for this season. I think okay. the rules are if it hits an attacker at all, doesn't matter if it's an unnatural position or gives you an advantage at all. If it hits your hand as an attacker, it's stopped and it's supposed to be a free kick. Okay, so it was stopped. So if that's the case, then Bernardo Bernardo's handball would have got reviewed and it would have got stopped and it would have got brought back to 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 to, to us to be in us anyway to be in, for it to be in our ball. So yeah, we can VAR is always going to be an issue. Like to be honest, everyone said that VAR was going to be our crux this season and look look what it's doing for us. So everyone yeah, make up to, your mind. Yeah, make, make up, up your, your mind. Work, one, make up your mind. And two, direct your energy at VAR and and the FA and not at Liverpool Football Club. And and even so, even so, when the ball did fall uh, in front of Trent, 
Aguero had a chance to pass it to Sterling. Exactly, there was still himself. a lot more football to so, play. So there's a lot of football, but he stopped and he was saying a handball in it. And what's to say they scored a hand, they scored a penalty anyway? It doesn't. And furthermore, like we said, it hit Bernardo Silva, then it hit Trent. So, man, that's all. It's all air, man. And, and then to add to that, there was a lot of there was a lot of passage before we scored the goal. Like yeah, yeah. Miles on the left, crossed it in. City had two chances to clear it and miss both, or or miss hit both, and then Fabinho smacks it in. But let me not even lie to you. Out of all of that. Man don't care. I don't give a damn. Man don't care about all that. Yeah, really straight man. Fuck man. Fuck anyone that's getting to, that's getting upset as well. We don't care, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I generally don't care. I generally don't care. Um, when Origi was hacked down at Old Trafford, no, man was like, nothing. Yeah, yeah, a, fam, shut up, man. man last season months. when Salah got clamped by his company and it should have yeah, been a yeah, fucking that. red. Nobody what? said nothing. Yeah. Nobody said anything. No energy. Okay, bro. It's like, no, it's legit, man. It's like it's either one Mike or Uchi Wale. Which one is gonna be? Hunt is what I'm saying. Yeah, I like. It's like it's Liverpool. Liverpool will never win a game now that VAR is brought in or VAR is brought in to help Liverpool win the league. Which one is it, man? Make your point clear. Fuck even me. the offside, even off, uh, the Salago man was saying it's offside. There's a conspiracy. Yeah, I think, come on, man. They took no, nah, like, legit. They, they turned to fuck us up with Firmino's goal against Aston Villa. Come on, but man. That's please, what I said. It wasn't please. a conspiracy then. It wasn't a conspiracy then. Um, certain man said that the VAR official was a Liverpool fan, you know? Um, no, they turned, well, they turned from... to that R. Kelly meme with the red eyes, you know? Yeah, use your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy brain. When the hate don't work, they start telling lies. Lies, straight. <laughs> on, on the point of VAR, I think it will, will be it will always be very hard for VAR to be applied correctly in, in the league because the refereeing quality is so poor. So bad. It is so bad in the pre- It is like one of the lowest I've ever seen. How Mike Dean is still a Premier League? Uh, no, I'm not, not going to lie yeah. So sorry to cut you off, Harry, but everyone needs to give the Premier League a bit of a bit of leeway because if you see the officiating in some of these Italian leagues and the Spanish league, you lose your head. Like, even in the yeah. biggest games, you lose no, your head. Bro, but that. we're still bad, but, like, we're not, the, we're, we're not, we're, like, the quality in our country is, is nowhere near as bad as Italy and Spain. We have, no. like, we have, like, I, I heard that. Relatively yeah. good though. Why should it be relatively as opposed to just being good itself? No, it's true. It's true. It's true. Compare. Like I, I don't care about in the same league where these men are saying you, you can be called a monkey and then it's 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 saying nothing. No, I'm, yeah, man. Trust me. I can't. I can't have that. Just be but better. The, but the thing is, like you have to look at. There's no English referees in the top European games. True. Like a few, yeah. a few years ago, Mark Clattenburg got the uh, Champions League final, and I think he got the World Cup final. Um, Howard Webb for how much how much we dislike him. He got a World Cup final. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, but now it's only Michael Oliver that's getting picked for. Yeah, maybe games. maybe um Anthony Taylor as well. He's a maybe big, yeah. He's an all right referee. Only yeah. two. Like the the, the, the standard. Oh, is so poor. Oh. I actually didn't think. Uh... Yeah, the bad game at the weekend, Michael Oliver. In all fairness, no, he didn't. I, no, I, I didn't. I thought he did. It was a tough game to referee. Like a lot of um, tension was flowing through the game, but I think he done okay. Do you see the way Pep was shaking his hand? <laughs> well, he's... thank you so much. Hey, hey, shout out Dan, yeah, because that tweet had me <laughs> dying, bro. When I was like, when you when you bucked your dad, when your dad bucked your teacher's hat, give me a bad look. Cause that was my dad. He was like, "Thank you so much for te- for telling me about my son. Thank you so much." <laughs> Those curtains after that <laughs> to rip off Mike Oliver's shoulder blade, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
It's the way he said oh, it. It's the way he said it as well. It's like, thank you so much. Thank you yeah. so much. He's like, thank you so much. I can just imagine his voice as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've never seen a man's head so kettled before. His head was kettled. Wow. Was he like this at Barcelona? Because, boy, he's... I don't know. I wouldn't even like Barcelona, but he's the best player in the world. What do you mean? Yeah. But he's been... Yeah. He's timing the league. Like, every year since he's been here, bar one. Yeah. I was kettled at Barcelona still. You know that time when was he it? played uh, Real Madrid in the semi-final? He lost his head. He was swearing in the press and that. They won still, but I said it was kettled. Mourinho got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mourinho. I think Mourinho, Mourinho kettled his head. Still. Yeah, Mourinho used to Mourinho proper get, used to proper get in his skin, skin didn't he? Nah, not yeah, Klopp. Klopp. Klopp would just laugh it off, bruv. Klopp, yeah, like, yeah, Klopp is a psychopath. Klopp's too composed. Yeah, yeah, Klopp, Klopp, Klopp is a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's German. Germans don't get kettled like that. They have no emotion. I definitely think there's a little bit of a... Zero. There's definitely a little bit of beef between the two, but I mean, obviously, Klopp plays it off quite funny. Trust me. You see Klopp come on, they're like, oh, so Jurgen Klopp, and he starts laughing immediately. Man's a mad, man's a mad man. He's high, bro. He's like the joker. He's high, bro. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Before anyone tries to shoot a pod, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got no P, so don't even try it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm passing this to Lewis. Actually, sorry, I'm getting a little bit of a kind of reverb back on the. Uh, no, sorry, that's just Vincent Company still complaining. Um, fucking hell. Did you, did you see that guy on Sky Sports consistently complaining for the past two days? No, who? Vincent Company. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I, I'll, be very, I'll be very honest with you. After, after games nowadays, because the the punditry doesn't really excite me anymore. I kind of just switch off and do my own thing. I don't really watch the build-up or the punditry after because it's not really that interesting to me anymore. Like, it's kind of... It's weird. I'm in a weird place, man, when it comes to these pundits. Like, like yeah, Mourinho's a genius. Sooner can give you the odd, you know, the odd great analysis. Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, the same thing. But it's kind of things that I can kind of figure out for myself now. It's not being arrogant or anything, but... Yeah, like Mourinho's water breath of fresh air into that because company, what are you gonna tell me really? You're you're kind of biased towards Man City. You kind of can tell the bias that these these pundits have now, Man which was, is kind of disappointing. I, I shit you not, yeah. Uh, Vincent Company was acting like Nigel Farage. It was madness. Yes. <laughs> it was some. Yeah, but you can't really blame him because when when a man goes back to his childhood club to be player manager and then man say, you know what, we're good still. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what, yeah. Well, you know, I see it was good, but nah, not here. Yeah. Like, that was good. We were at Monaco. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit mad still. Man, but then, then, then Belgium's like, now take your big head and get back in centre back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> go and do some punditry. Like, go retire. Go, 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 go cool off somewhere, bruv. Go take those nine degrees and fuck off. <laughs> Uh, Mourinho, Mourinho hotted him still. He said, "You are the elite champions, but they are the European champions." He was like, "Raw, oh, it's true still." Man was, yeah. <laughs> man, 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 man was saying to company, "Yeah, you know, I came, I came to Anfield, beat, oh, Liverpool, beat Liverpool. I didn't even get a thank you text. Like, what's going?" <laughs> I saw that this morning. I was dying. <laughs> Mourinho's a bastard, man. Honestly, man, he's, su- he's such a dickhead, but he's genuinely quite funny. Um, yeah, he's box office. Man. Yeah, he is, man. It would be, be remiss uh, uh, if we didn't talk about uh, a fucking WWE match that went down at St George's Park yesterday. Um, <laughs> yeah. Talk about in people's heads getting kettled. Uh, you see the machine gun palm leg? Don't fuck with it. <laughs> 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 
I, I, no, can I, I can't lie, yeah. Once you get to, before we get to the serious stuff, yeah, can we just have fun with this for just a little bit, please? Wow. We got to well, no, Yeah, I don't man. Even get serious about this at all. Nah, let's have fun for real. Before we get serious, yeah, I'm gonna like, you know, you know, like in school, yeah. <laughs> when when that one when the top boy is kind, when the top boy is kind of getting hotted, yeah, and everyone else is laughing. That's Fam. that was hundred percent stunned at St. Jude's. You speaking? No, nah, no. Nah. You know the one man that go. No, nah, but why are you laughing though? Why are you laughing? <laughs> them, them kids that got made to read in front of the class. You know he spent the night on the TL. He was he was scrolling through the TL. He saw the memes and all of that stuff. He was right. stressed. He was like, and Sterling, oh, was, Sterling's on Twitter. He, he sees yeah. the jokes. Yeah, he sees the jokes. Hundred percent. The man them that he knows in his group chats was sending them shit. Aaron, oh sending them memes of him getting picked bro. up. Like you let man like pick you up like that, bro. you know, like uh, like a wacky flatty inflatable. I really got carried like Simba, like held up. He was vexed from the jump though. He was like on it because I remember when Trent pushed him, tried to push him into the hoardings. It's like Trent, don't push me, don't push yeah. me, Trent. Don't. I was like, like raw man's man's moving like that, yeah. Still, not even first name basis. Fair, so on, on that one, I kind of get it. Like on that one, I, I get it. Like I, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah like football, football, fam. Like yeah, because because we come from the same country, we link up a couple of times. No, a year. No. don't mean that. But boys, like, no, no. I think he's talking about the hoardings thing. It's proper. Like jokes aside, like, I think that's proper snide. Like, yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yes, it's I don't dangerous. like it. I'm not gonna lie. And to you. so, so, what was you, so, so, sorry, what was you talking about? What was you talking about? You see when he pushed them into the hoardings, he pushed them into the advertising boards. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, don't, don't do that. Trying to jump. Yeah, he's like, don't do yeah. that. And, and then, I'm, I'm, I'm probably on, on on Walker. That, yeah, that is yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I agree. Yeah, it's it's the wrong kind of style. Back to the bands, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The TL was moving mad. I saw, I saw that video of Hazard pretending to be Sterling again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. That BBW Hazard, you know. You can just no. tell, yeah. Sterling was just up, yeah, and he was like, no, nah. I, I no. Nah. When we go to the, when we get, when we get to the lunch, when we get when to I, the, the the breakfast room, yeah. Well, I see. Catch go. Go. I'm not a dickhead. I'm not a dickhead. Man's in the same car as he's in the same car as Kyle Walker, and Kyle Walker's like, "Why are you so angry? You know what's going on?" Hey, bro. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I saw the TL. Someone played that scene from Top Boy. It's like, what the hell? Hey, shout out to LFC for that. He's like, "Why are you angry? Why aren't you as bad as me, man?" I know. I know. Benjamin Mendy was sending him bare memes. Nice. Trolling him, bro. He was trolling him. He must have been trolling him. He Why did you let him pick you up like that, bro? Yeah, I lied. Picked you up like he a baby that had that had shit in their panties, bro. Like, man was even mad. <laughs> like he's trying to change my snappy fan. It's mad how it Mad. Yes. Mad. Oh, shit, to be bro. honest, yeah, I, I honestly look past that. I thought it was just gonna be like another football beef, like yeah, what, yeah, no, yeah like, not, not football beef, like a little on, on the pitch scuffle, like you know when Barkley that had that with yeah. um yeah, yeah. with someone in our squad. I thought it was gonna be one of that, but when it got to the next morning, I was like, raw, stunning. It really touched you, you know? Like, have you not? You see that in it? You don't really have, see that in international duty. Yeah. Have you noticed that we're really like? I never only. I genuinely thought like it was just a Twitter thing, but. We're really, really getting to Man City now. Like, really getting Man, to... Man, I love like, We're getting under the skin. It. I love we're it. We're getting to everybody. I'm barely... Oh, yeah, it's sweet, I man. love it. I love yeah, it's it. sweet, bro. I love it. I want to say a little piece on that. I think what happened with Liverpool is obviously, you know, back in 2018 when we got to the Champions League final, everyone thought, all right, cool. Let's all support Madrid. And Madrid beat us. It was all funny. Salah's shoulder, whatever. Then we started challenging for the title. And then that 
that weekend, that week where we lost to Barcelona, uh, and then Leic- um company scored against Leicester. Everyone was like, oh, okay, Liverpool, we're not winning anything. Gonna crumble and again, yeah. Exactly. Then we came back and uh, we won the Champions League. Uh, and now we're like proper challenging and people are struggling to kind of grasp that. Oh, 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 Farouk, didn't you know? They don't care. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah apparently. They, oh, they don't care. <laughs> they don't, you know? Yeah, they don't they, care. They but... can't take it. They can't take it. We're, we're, on, we're in their ascendancy and they just, they just can't take you it. You know what is Deeper yeah. than that, deeper than that, Farouk, like, when you've been the banter team, and Ellis has said this before, when you've been the banter team for so long, like, it's like Eight when you... years. When you, it's like when you was getting onto a man oh. at school, like, and then in year 11, you see, man, like, right, he's actually doing his thing. Or, right, he's actually got friends. Or, right, like, this, that. Like, that's what it is. People I don't even can't... go further than that. You know, when you get onto someone that's a neek in school and then yeah. you see them in, in uni or something and they're big, their girl's man. nice. You know that man's a nice car. That man's like... You know, um, what's his name from My Wife and Kids? What, what's that? What's that? Junior. Franklin, Franklin. You see oh, Franklin. Franklin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talked from what, what kind of metaphor did you just use there that I completely understand hey, what the fuck you're about? Because he's brolic hey, now. Harold, Harold, Harold is always looking at guys' body. When we talk about salad, salad's looking chiseled. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Are <laughs> oh, you sure yeah. you didn't part of that Divock Origi band? Pause. 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 You know, like it's you know, it's to also see how far we've come and mm-hmm. how low they've fallen to the point where all that's, they can do is be the best is, fan based on Twitter and have jokes. That like, is the thing. I think that's, that's that, that is the best point you've that is the best point we've I think we've made the whole pod. Um like I, I don't get where this entitlement comes from, especially from Arsenal fans, first and foremost. They hounded the old man out of the club. That's the best manager that they, you've ever had in your history. You, you you hounded them out for good evening, like some <laughs> Basque terrorist is, some Basque calm, terrorist calm, is holding calm. your fucking club hostage and but then you compl- ever seen- sorry and then they just complain about everything United fans I, 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 United fans I get it you know what I mean it's a bit mm-hmm. of a drop yeah, off but, yeah. but yeah. they hate us um, but it's, it's, it's just mystifying because obviously we've built everything I mean I said, I said this earlier early this morning that Everything that we've done as a football club over the past few years, we've done it organically. Mm-hmm. We've done it the right way. We've um, we, we've built. We, you know, we've got the right manager in place. We've sold our best players and reinvested the money properly. We're essentially becoming. And the crazy thing is, sorry, Chris. No, we no. didn't want to. We didn't want to sell most of the guys that we sold to build this squad. Like, no, no, we no, didn't no. want to sell Coutinho. We didn't want to sell <laughs> Suarez. We didn't want to sell Raheem Sterling. We didn't want to let Brendan Rodgers go, but he was moving mad. No, like, no, no, no. We, <laughs> we wanted to get, <laughs> no, no, to get that we did, But, but we didn't like. We didn't obviously like. We gave him a, an extension like the two two seasons before. Like we didn't <laughs> want him out of here like that. But do you know what's mad, Julian? I've never seen a team inspire awful fan bases to unite against us. It's never happened before, I promise no, you. Never. I've never seen never. it. These, it's mad. These, these, unprecedented. these guys are kind of banded together like the fucking Legion of Doom to kind of try and take us right. down. And it was Trying whack. And that, you know, mad thing. And it was whack. It was like the end of Infinity War. You like, all of that for all of that for a drop of blood. <laughs> all of that for a drop of blood. <laughs> and then we asked out with the three points. <laughs> it's... We're, we're doing something right, man, because obviously... As the great uh, philosopher Meek Mill said, we used to uh, cry. Or was it? Somebody help me with a quote. Uh, we used to 
Um, I used to pray for times like this to rhymes like this. Yeah, you man. know, he's such a great philosopher, yeah. and and he's he knocked it on the head because back in the day we we were struggling when we had Hodgson, struggling when we had Carroll up front. Fuck it, four years had, ago we were struggling. For, you know what I'm saying, like, man, like struggling. Like we've been through poverty. We've been through poverty. We've come out the other end. Like I, 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 like I remember celebrating Balotelli's last uh, minute goals against Ludogorets. Like come that, on, man, <laughs> come on, bro. Like come going on. mad as well. Like, so we now, now that we're doing well, it's it's hurting a lot of people. It's hurting a lot of people. Like, nah, people, but I love it, man. You know, the people want so people much. don't want us to talk. People just want us to stay. Fam, we're gonna talk because our team's doing well. And if you don't like it, sorry. And, and you know what's even and you know what's even funnier? We told you this was going to happen. We said it. We said the moment we win the Champions League. You like it's, we're going to be on your neck. We're going to be on your neck, and there's and you're shocked. It. People try, people try, people try to underplay that as well as an achievement. Some people's 100%. clubs haven't 100%. even never got to that stage in Champions League, or they've got to that final and they've never got over the final line. And they've choked. Listen, I know one team, yeah, in their the club legend that, missing one on ones. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and in the time that they've been to one final, we've been to three and we've lost two. No, we've been to four. We've lost. We've lost two and we've lost. No, we've, been, we've, been, we've been to three. We've been to three. No, we've been to four. Four. No, four was before they went. No, no. Oh, the, oh after, yeah, after, 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 after they went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been to three. Okay, yeah, so yeah. in the time they've been, we've, we've been to three. We've lost two, one, one, and they still have the cheek and audacity to come and talk to me, bro. Don't chat to me, please. Oh, by the way, by the way, we've um, we, yeah, they've they've honestly um, yeah, they've um, also um, been in the Champions League um for a pretty consistent amount of time. While um, we before we were, yeah, while we were struggling, they still couldn't, you know, manage to muster one up because apparently, you know, the best teams in Europe were the were at their peaks, but you know, Bayern giving them absolute yeah, good. you know, yeah, yeah, they, they but uh, apparently they couldn't become, you know, one of those best teams in Europe to get them over the line, but you know, no, it, it's, it's, it's all right. They no, don't care about trophy. There is they don't care about trophy. How can you lose ten two over two legs? Like I don't get because it. By the way, guys, we're not going to mention the name of this team. We're not going to mention the name of this team. I don't get it. Yeah, there's just there are genuine there are genuine levels to this game, man. Levels to this game, and we're a massive club. Like you go back to obviously when Kenny left, kind of like '91 onwards, the decline, and it took you it took us that long to get us back on back on the perch. It takes that long to get the system into place, and obviously teams like United and stuff are kind of figuring out at the moment. Because that's going after a hold of few years of struggle. Exactly, man. Once you once you get down that. Get down that hole, that crevice. Yay, winning a few trophies, that's fine. You know, you can win a Europa League, you can win a few FA Cups. But if you're not up there again, if you're not in the premier competition of Champions League, if you're not near the top of the league challenging, what's the point? You're just being a middle of the road why, team. Why do you think they don't why do you think they don't care? When you're not when you're not even in the competition, honestly, why would you? No, no, care no, no. This is the thing the though. This is the thing though. They do care because they want that to be them. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. But but these times they're out here playing at three fifty on a Wednesday, saying Bro, <laughs> having to book meeting rooms and stuff oh, at work. The youths were oh, still getting woolies when they were playing football, bro. They haven't like, even touched home. People haven't even. Oh no. The youths haven't touched home yet. They're still buying woolies and chilling, eating and drinking them twenty five p drinks, fam. Like, drinking bro, a can of Rio. Like what? People are still in detention, you know, and you're playing. Mad. No, Mad. Man. But um, I think this would be a good segue to kind of go into the first uh, listener question of the evening. It's a real good question, actually. This comes from at uh, Vashis underscore S. Um, question for the pod. Is the treatment of Liverpool fans of Raheem Sterling on Twitter going too far? It's a bit of a 2 prong question. 
especially after the fracas between him oh, fracas between him and uh, and Gomez. Hey, I like that still. I like yeah, that. that. I like how he's worked that one. He's, he's done a Christian there, uh-huh. and his back. Now nah, listen, and his back and his backlash of other fan bases towards warranted, or is it just because they can't handle us being to the top? Thanks. Can I stop the pod? No, coach. Can I stop? Yeah. Can I start this one? Go for with it. Raheem, with Raheem Sterling, um, I do feel like from both sides there's been a, a lot of ignorance. So I'm gonna start on our side and get onto our fans for a bit because I do remember when Sterling left. Um, so it was on in the process of leaving. Um, he. He he was getting a lot of backlash. Like I remember, he won like the Young Player of the Year at Liverpool. He got booed. Um, he was at Stoke, and he, we, we was hearing monkey chants and and things of that nature. And Liverpool fans have um, on have vehemently like targeted this guy, even um, calling him a money grabber, this that. Um, and yeah, it, 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 there is a racial element involved in terms of how Liverpool fans have treated him. Um, also with him, with like downplaying his racism, his um, um, speaking up for racism, which is absolutely poor. Like, I do not understand how you could try to downplay something of that nature when it comes to just a boy calling out things that shouldn't be happening in our game. So Liverpool fans, they definitely need to take a look at, look at themselves in the mirror for the way they treated Sterling in terms of ha- in terms of how he conducted himself and leaving the club. And yeah, it may have been not the best on his side, but no professional footballer deserves to be treated like yeah fair enough like boom when he comes when he comes to Anfield like as you would with any player that's come to as you should sorry with any player that's left our club for a rival or even any other club but don't get personal and get vicious but what I would say on Sterling's side especially I felt like he did handle um his exit of our club very very poorly him and his not him him and him and his um and and his um representative representative sorry they handled that very very poorly like doing things like um publicly um you know declining contracts which is which has been done before but having your agent speak out on why they why they've been declining contracts that's been offered to you is not the best going going and going to do an interview about your transfer situation while still being employed at the club not the best move and yeah, um, if I, I do feel like Sterling himself tried to leave the club as gracefully as he could, but it did spiral out of control. And definitely on our side, we definitely Brendan Rodgers and the board and Jamie Carragher on Sky Sports definitely, definitely had a part to play in the venom that's been towards Sterling. But again, um, the treatment of Sterling, um, yeah, in terms of our club, um, both sides have a have definitely have a part to play. More so us than any, anyone else. And that's all. How does everyone feel about the point Julian just made there? Because I think it sums everything up perfectly, to be honest with you. Um, I think, obviously, the media coverage at the time, kind of covering his exit, did kind of have that racial overtone towards it. Um, yeah. Whether that was um, briefed by the club or not, I'm not entirely sure. But, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that James Pierce wrote that kind of did have that money-grabber sentiment towards it. Um, and I, I can only speak from my from 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 my point of view. Obviously, with him leaving, um, you know, the only reason that I slightly dislike him was for the mannerisms in which he left the club. Nothing to do with, you know, how much money he wanted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I thought it was just a little bit disrespectful to us who've kind of cheered him on, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But kind of where we were at that point in the season, and obviously seeing what we were going to do going forward, I completely understand why he wanted to move. 
because we weren't in a situation where we could sit there and be like, okay, we're going to challenge for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And also, I'll just on for me personally, um, I do I do agree with Julian in regards to like some of the some of the noises that was coming out of the Liverpool camp at that time. It was a bit too it was a bit too nasty. It was to make him look like the bad person. Don't forget, this was still a kid at that time who just wanted to sort his future out in the summer. And um, if I remember correctly, that's what he said to the club that he will sort it out in the summer. And um, for for the club to allow Rogers to say things like we've offered him a good amount of money for a young kid and, you know, making him look like he's just all in it for the money. It it is a bit, mm, it was a bit nasty. Even again, again, from his part to do an interview behind the club, unauthorised by the club, that was also a bit nasty. Remember he done that BBC interview? Yeah. Um, which was, a, which was a bit, which left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. So, um, I think both parties, have have a lot of blame to take. But me personally, man, we got fifty million for him, man. Let's everyone just move on with your life, bro. If he's done his thing, he's gone, he's finished, he's he's gone on to do better things for himself. We got our fifty million. Um I don't know how we spent I can't remember how we spent the fifty million, bro. But fucking Benteke as well. Oh that's how it, well, that's so, Yeah I mean so we messed we messed up with that fifty million. But at, at the end of the day football fans are football fans in it and if we got for me though. Nah, it, nah. it was it, it was one of them. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them. Got Firmino. Well, at the end of the day, football fans are football fans, and obviously, you, you can't you can't you can't tell the heart of man. You know, you don't know what the heart of man is. Like, there's about fifty thousand people, and every each individual is different. If you know what I'm saying, so you can't we can't sit and say like, oh yeah, it's he's thinking that he's thinking that he's thinking that. And obviously, it's another way to like just to distract another top player. Um, some people may have ill grudges against him. It's a mixed bag, really. But going back to the original point, I think it's just the whole the whole Sterling situation was really messy and wasn't handled well at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm just just gonna echo what Ellis and um, Julian said. I think we would be, I think it would be um, ignorant at, at the least to say they didn't have some racial um, undertones to it. And I'm not gonna sit here and, and just back. Certain chants have been said, and of like course, even, even even things are not even like blatantly racist, but once again have the undertones of like a, yeah, a yeah. racial chant. Like I'm not here for that at all, and definitely both parties should have done better. Um, as far as like just his treatment in general, like it's always going to be hostility when you come back to a former ground in which you left on a bit of a sour note, mm-hmm. especially when you're good. Like only when you're good do you get haters. Of course, Torres came, yeah. came back, and we used to cheer, we used to laugh at him. Like it wasn't he was at that point in his career he wasn't he was nowhere near his pinnacle at Liverpool. So when you're really good, like this is it's more of an admiration, the fact that these guys are so on your neck because they know really and truly he was their best player yesterday. And he is their best player, or most important player, at least in that in that sense. So I think there's there's two ways, there's two um sides of it in the in the terms of, yeah, don't get me wrong, his treatment definitely should have been better from Liverpool fans. And I do think it is more on our side and we should take responsibility for that. And I'm not going to compare it with other clubs or how they do things because, like I said with refereeing, I don't think it should be relative. I think we should have our own standards that we set and how we treat certain players. But at the same time, you can't expect to come back to your former club who's in the same league as you, who are your direct rivals and not get hostility. Like, you're going to get it's gonna they're gonna be on your neck. The players also is gonna feed off from everyone, and like that's just just that's just that's what's gonna happen. Like when you when you move to a rival like that, who may have not been a rival at the time, I just think that's that's how football is. But not to excuse any of the 
like any of the behavior that is just completely wrong that we've just agreed on. No, I completely echo every sentiment that's got that's that's been said there. Really, um, I mean, it's disgraceful. Some of the things that have been said about him uh, from any party involved, especially how he's talked out about certain things that have happened in his past and how that's been amplified. Um, but agreed with what we've said as well in terms of you know when you when you move to a rival and then you come back to a ground, you're, you're going to get some shit. And if it gives us a bit of a competitive advantage and it's not in a nasty way, then that's that, that's fair game. Yeah, man. But also, but also, can I add? Can I also add? Yeah, which goes against, um, which is kind of not in any way defending us, but it goes. Um, this is a message for any opposing fans listening. Listen as well. Don't be a dickhead and use racism as 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 a way to just bring down Liverpool fans or knock us off our porch. Yep. Like, not every Liverpool fan feels a way about Sterling. Like, yeah, he'll get booze and yeah, he'll get the few. <clears throat> Sorry, you'll get some comments on, on Twitter or Instagram from Liverpool fans that chat shit. But don't don't be a dickhead and, and, and act like and act like what's it called? Um all this racist all this racism to do with Sterling is a reflective is reflective upon our whole fan base because everyone here in this in this chat and in our group chat would agree that yes, Sterling has gone on to do great things and made the right decision in hindsight. I wouldn't say a bad thing about him. So the fact that we're all being painted with the same brush in other instances as well. But especially with the Sterling situation, nah, allow it. Like, don't try and put it all on every single person that supports Liverpool because it's, it's definitely not a representation of the whole fan base at all. I think it's agreed. I think you guys have articulated it beautifully. Yeah, that was good. I think that that, that was painting us with all the, the same brushes. It's just lazy. I don't pay too much mind to that, man. But I think everybody kind of yeah. touched on all the topics really well, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think obviously it's the second part of that question. Um, just just preloading it back up here. Um, uh, obviously we get a probably maligned backlash in terms of fan bases compared to other ones. We get we get a lot of shit. Um, but at the same time, I think it's a, a very much of a double standard as you can't really go online and call people bin dippers, you know, uh, doll dossers and stuff, and expect people to not feel away. Um, especially when you know you're you're at the game. And you hear the the always the victims and murderers chance that goes into a real deeper place. Um, yeah, man. I think it, people need to understand the difference between banter and offensive comments. Yeah, it's it's and they need it, to it's, censor themselves a little bit. You yeah. can't be taking the moral high ground on certain issues and saying, for example, yeah. the Robbo situation where Robbo pushed Walker into the stands. You can't be saying Liverpool fans are amused by that and then be talking about Salah and complaining that when he had an injury that he was being a crybaby or something like that. You can't really be hypocritical about certain issues. That was a very, very trivial issue to use, but keep the same standard across the board. Every single thing that you do, keep the same energy across the board. Everybody should be held to the same moral standard and nobody should deviate from it. Well, you know what is for me? It's what's most frustrating. Sorry, Julian. What's most frustrating is that, don't get me wrong, you can be a hypocrite all you like. It's just, when those same people use the same stick you used to hit them with back at you, you can't complain. Like this is it. Like yeah, exactly. Or call exactly. it. Or call it point scoring. Or call yeah, it like, point scoring. Come on, like this as is in, as if we need any more it. points. I had to just say that we yeah, don't need any more points. <laughs> we only need two more points, and we got max points. So, <laughs> like back back to what um back to what Marco was saying. Like yeah, like fair enough. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I honestly do feel like Liverpool fans have are, are, can can be can play the victim a lot and can be crybabies but 
Like, there's... And people acting like some of the things that they say is banter. Like, calling all Liverpool fans racist and painting us all the same brush isn't banter. Calling us, um, at times, victims and crybabies at times with some situations isn't banter. Like, I do get sometimes that, yeah, when Salah gets criticism, Liverpool fans go overboard with, with how they cry about things and stuff like that. But we, don't we, we, like... we cannot be held accountable for what the country of Egypt does when you criticise Mo Salah. Just put that one out there. No, nah, no, nah, it is Liverpool fans as well. I'll be very honest. Like, no, it, like, is. it is Liverpool fans as well. It's, but back, to, it's again... back to the point that you said earlier on, uh, Julian, which was really good uh, in terms of um, this bit of mentality. And it's, it's definitely a social media thing of digging up people's tweets and stuff. And then using yeah, it against I hate them. it. I hate it. It's, it's. I think mean, that's just like kind of like a societal point, and it just re- that that really annoys me. It's a really new thing, isn't it, man? Like that, yeah. that, that that kind of. I'm I'm not really for all of that, man. I, like let me let me not like like people can change. You can grow up. You can become more mature. Like yeah, I'm definitely. Really, so, something you said I'm when not, something uh, you said when you were 14 isn't representative. Of something yeah, you said man, you, like, when you were I'm, 24, when you get a bit more education, you exactly, get a lot more life experience. And at the same time, the times are different. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't want us to venture too far from football, but we're taking the pod to the next level. You know what I mean? But like, when, like it, it, is a different, it is a different time. Like, like the way, like you have to be so PC nowadays in comparison to how you were before. You just, you're a product of your environment. You can't help but speak a certain way. That's in regards to that, like, like bringing up tweets and that and whatnot, like I've got an example. So when um, remember when the Suarez and Everett situation happened, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I came across some of my old tweets, and obviously me being a Liverpool fan, being a biased Liverpool fan, I had a hatred against Man United and everything Man United. So when they accused Suarez of doing whatever he'd done, I was like, no, Fergie's trying it. Fer- Fergie's trying to set us up for failure. Fergie's trying to destroy our best player at that time. And obviously, then your back's up, and you start. And can you? And and also, my add to that, Suarez did vehemently lie to the club as well. The same way he did when you know he bit Ivanovic. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so there's, there's information that we didn't know. So me, as like a 20 year old kid, 20 year old fan, I'm thinking, nah, it's all a lie. Um, he's saying that Evra called him the N word ten times. Where is it? Or he's saying um, the FA didn't say this, and he, uh, trying, I'm translating it directly. You know what I'm saying? But people grow up in it, and people learn that, raw. Other things happen in that situation where you're not, um, you, where you don't know what's happening. You don't know what's happening there. And, and like Harold said, people can grow up. People are allowed to like make mistakes. And people yeah, are allowed get to get well more informed. I remember saying that um, his English isn't his first language. I remember making excuses to myself. About you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I just got more informed about racism. I just lived life. And then I just realised there's certain things, there's certain countries, there's certain cultures that are just racist and they just have these racial undertones yeah. and he probably did say it and I think fact, he did say it let me not say probably no, no, no. he did say it he definitely he I definitely did him. he definitely did that shit and he definitely lied to the club and no, I think we've got we've all got I defended interest. him not knowing all of these things around oh, him yeah, not yeah. knowing that people are racist sometimes people do say these things and they don't really see it as being racist like they might say something really really offensive and not know it's offensive might say something and be targeting a certain person and think that's okay. And at the time I was a young kid, I said a lot of things to defend him. I don't defend him at all anymore. He is a racist prick. Nobody defends him, Henry, because everyone knew like what he's on and, and what, what he was doing. But that's just to say, I just use that as an insider way, is that like you can't paint Liverpool fans with a brush to say, like, yeah, 
this is what they do. They're just a nasty this and a nasty that. I don't understand. You can't come and call Liverpool fans victims and bin dippers. And also, I'd like to go on the point of um that Craig... Craig Mitch. That Craig um Craig Mitch guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously, obviously, he's um, unfortunate that some of his old stuff got got brought up and he's using that to... um. He's got in trouble with that, but at the same time, he shouldn't have said what he said. Like he's gone beyond football. You can't go around. And yeah, saying I, think, that. I think there's, there's, but, uh, can, it's like, it's like said, I, there's, there's, there's banter, and then there's being a, a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, can I can I quickly add though that um, as someone that used to watch Filthy Fellas, and obviously yeah. we're not trying to plug them on this pod, so Cop and Frackers, Touchdown Frackers every Sunday, you know, all day, all day, So, but as someone that used to watch that 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 show, that show. And it's probably why I stopped watching it as well. Actually, it is why I stopped watching it. That show was very much football, uh, 30% football and 70% banner. So even, mm. for example, Tottenham were getting it. Like, Rude will come on and be like, what? Oh, okay, let me not sneak in. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, man, but man will come on and be like, what? Like, Tottenham, have you seen the unemployment rate in Tottenham? And you're talking. And then they'll take it in stride. It'll go outside of football. They'll cast their head. They'll cast their beard. They'll cast their mum. They'll cast their job, everything. It goes outside of football. So, yeah, that me personally, I wasn't... As, well, while I was watching it, I just took it as, oh, it's banner. But I'm not from Liverpool. Um, so, I don't know how, how people take it. But well, what I mean, say, like... That's, that's, that's bring, a good point. I mean, my, 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 dad's, my, dad's, my dad's Indian and he's a scouser, which is a weird... Which is a weird... Uh, <laughs> it's a weird one when you hear his voice. Um, and, you know, kind of that always the victim stuff and the bin dipper stuff. It, it actually it really does piss him off. Um, okay. And obviously, you know, me being from Wolverhampton, when we were at the when we went to the Wolves game last year, they were doing the you know um, always the, always the victim stuff and uh, feed the scousers chance as well because obviously it was near Christmas. But you know, being from Wolverhampton, I know that the unemployment rate is really really high. So yeah, you can't throw shit at another place when the stuff in your own house is broken. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And poverty in general is not something that you should laugh at. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, and what it, you just said about not throwing shit, that applies to everything. All clubs have had racial little issues where they might have painted as a player in the, in the wrong light. It's like the Man United stat that came out recently. They had the most racist arrests or something over the past two seasons, I think. Um, yeah, I saw that. It's like, it's an issue in that game and it's not just rooted to one specific club. As much as much as people kind of want to point in that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an issue that we all need to work together and tackle and you can't really assign blame to one, one, to yeah. one club for something that happened, I don't, was it nearly 10 years ago now? And you know what? Just just for the sake of just us being consistent as well, I said earlier that I'm not really for all of that bringing up old tweets, and I have to apply the same with the Craig Mitch. I don't know too much about him, but Craig, I don't really know who he supports or or anything. But I have to apply the same with Craig Mitch. And same, same. Yeah, like I can tell he was quite young in those videos. He looked quite quite young at least. I don't know when it was actually filmed. It was but, around for, I'll say twenty foot when 2013, 2014 was when they first, they had their first season of Filthy Fellas. So it was around that time. So he's around probably 20, 20, 19, 21, maybe around there. Yeah, yeah. So I have to give him the benefit of the doubt in the sense that he just was just retaliating. Like it's almost like banner behind doors with like behind closed doors with your friends. But obviously it's, it is like it has 
have some like awful undertones to it. Like it is that bit further, but just because they're your friends, you think you can do that, but not realizing the implications it can have in say six years time. So I have to apply the same thing with that. Like I, I, like, I, gen- I, I genuinely didn't like it because one, I felt like it was brought up in a way which was meant to be malicious, as in, huh, well, you said this. It was uh, Craig Mitch must have said something. I think it was something to do with um, Liverpool and that game. And then the person that blew up was like, ha, well, you said this in 2014. I don't think you should be speaking. That's, that is literally the definition of point scoring, which I hate. Like, don't just bring... Like, if it's just a casual, you know, casual Thursday, nothing's going on, and you're like, I was going through um, Filthy Fellas, and then I remember this episode, but and then, yeah, you bring it up to raise awareness, cool. But don't just do it. Don't, like, Liverpool fans as well, don't just bring up um, yeah, past things only tat. when people do it. It's not tit for tat. Like, racism, poverty, unemployment are serious things. Just because someone does something wrong doesn't mean what you've done isn't wrong as well. Yeah. That's just it. That's just it. I think what he said, Craig Mitch, was that he said that there was something sinister about the booing of the Liverpool fans towards Raheem Sterling in it. And um, so people were trying to say that, uh, what are you trying to say? Like, are you trying to say they're booing him because he's a black kid? Or So I think that's what, you know what? that's what got people's back up. But no, then again... Do you know what the thing is? Oh, sorry, I'm cutting everyone off today. Know, sorry, sorry, bro. Bro. <laughs> the it's because it's such a touchy subject at the moment. Like, you can't say the way they're booing is sinister. Like, to insinuate that without actually having evidence... Is, you know like, what I mean? It's a bit... It's, uh, you, can't, you can't be doing that. Like, especially it's, when there's like, a lot more to it. Like, yeah, booing man. him because of the way he left our club. Yeah, like, booing is sinister in itself anyway. Like, yeah. it's not that... It's not... No one's going to get booed and think, oh, this is good. This is amazing. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I really got, loved him. You know what he was no. getting at and what he was saying is that like, you yeah. can't accuse a man of saying certain things if they haven't said it. Like, that is... Like that, that 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 will make people go on the defensive and be like, wait a second, I didn't mean that, blah blah blah. All of a sudden, it's it's quite it's, it's quite. But quite, yeah. well, the thing is, the thing is, it's happened without the on throughout the time of football. Uh, when Ferdinand left Leeds to go for Man United, he was everyone, booed. Everyone has had it. Everyone. <laughs> when when Saul Campbell left Tottenham to Arsenal, exactly. he was booed. booed. When did you hear what we done to Galas. the season last year? Uh, Everybody when, booed. Bro, you think it's bad here? When remember when Figo went from Barca to Real? He had a big, and a pig's head thrown at him on the pitch. So some mad Catalonian bloke thought, you know what? I've got this pig's head. I'm going to sneak it into the Bernabeu and then chuck it onto the pitch. Right. He's a bad boy for being a prosecutor. Yeah, he's he going to bought a pig's head. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. That's all I have to say on that. On that. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, I thought we tackled a very serious issue quite well there, boys. So um, pat on the back to us, I guess. Um... No, I guess uh, should we do one more one more list of questions then we can call it a day yeah yeah, yeah man shoot uh, bit of a bit of transfer one here so this is from uh, Premps81 um, even if it's just a rumour would you like to see someone like a Ryan Fraser would you like would you welcome someone like a Ryan Fraser to our squad if not is there anyone we should go in for in January uh, Farouk I'll let you take the floor with this one first uh, Ryan Fraser do you know what? I wouldn't mind if we're going to use him there's yeah. no point this is, bringing in these players yeah, this is we're the, not going to use them. This is the point I made. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously, mm-hmm. I, I think I called him Iron Bruce Shakiri um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> earlier on today. Um, but I think he'd actually get more use in our front three system than Shakiri would. Yeah, I think I think I think I think we need somebody for the front three, though. Honestly, because I think Origi does blow hot and cold. 
and he's actually a striker. So when he plays on the yeah. left, it just doesn't really work. And we're clearly not going to use Shakiri even when he is fit. So we definitely need to sign. I thought Harry Wilson would be that for this season. So did I, to be honest. But... Um, I think we need a versatile forward. And I don't know who. I don't have anybody in mind right now. But I think we still need that, especially when you know January comes and there's a fixture pileup. I generally don't think we're going to sign anyone anyway. But I think if we was to sign somebody, I think it should be a versatile forward. That was going to be my question. It's going to be, rather than saying who we think we should sign, because we've said it how many times who we think we should sign, mm-hmm. do we actually think we'll sign anyone? That's the better question. To be honest. Yeah, I, don't I don't think we're going to sign anyone. anyone. I, no, think, we're sign anyone. I, I completely yeah. agree with that. I don't think we are going to sign anyone, but I think it's more the, what the profile of a player we should be signing is. Um, Sorry, but Ryan Fraser hasn't signed a new contract, has he? No, is that a contract? No, contract. No. Yeah, I, I think I think we're we're definitely uh, if it's a January thing, we're definitely planning to get him on a free in January, and he will leave Bournemouth um, in the summer. So I don't think it's going to be a thing where we're going to see him in the 2019-2020 season. To be fair, let's be honest. Long term, like, do you really want Ryan Fraser at the club? Like, bro, that's that, you know you know what's crazy. That's the thing with Klopp. You don't know, like. Yeah, he, was sign, he, was sign, he was signed Robertson from Hull and he becomes the best left back in the world. He, he was like, that's sign, so he, underrated. He was signed and make him have the, the craziest game against Barcelona in the same no, as the Champions League. Like, so you, could see, I, you could see Robertson had talent though. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't a lot of people spotted him. A lot of people spotted him. They did say they earmarked him. They said he was a really, really good player in the shit system. He said they earmarked him. Enough. Remember when he used to play for that he's gonna go far. He said Robertson's gonna go far, so I'm gonna be laughing all man. He's a baller, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a baller, bro. <laughs> <laughs> baller with a belly. Honestly, I know. when the uh, when he the rattled he rattled Emery still. Yeah. And don't forget like um with Liverpool the way we sign our players is like a lot of it's based on statistics. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is it's based on numbers. So maybe Ryan mm-hmm. Ryan Fraser's putting up numbers that obviously we can't see. But he's doing things that the club likes certain certain players to do mm. in certain areas. Um, he's probably he's probably like a, a cross inshallah. That, probably yeah, one is that and probably no, come on, come on, that's what someone claimed the, the game on Sunday, isn't it? Cross it, 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 Obviously, if you go up, it's too expensive. So, say, yeah, go grab my man for 10p and a freddle. You know, yeah, okay. to be honest, yeah, with 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 Klopp, um, with Klopp signings, I'll be very, very honest with you. Bar Van Dyke and Fabinho, on my and Allison actually, on my life, all of these signings, I never really cared for. Salah and Mane, I was like, bro. No, Mane, I didn't care for. I remember, I remember. It was the price tag. It was the price tag for me. Yeah, it was the price tag for me yeah. that, that was like. Do you know, I am with you. I'm with you on the Mane front. Let me not even lie. I was proved so wrong, and I'm so happy I was. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah, every single sign that we've made. Every single sign that we've made. I'm like, what are we doing? But you know, the only thing about Ryan Fraser is that what's worrying about him for me is that perhaps this is recency bias, but last season that he was, he was very good. Like he was very instrumental to a, a, a pretty free flowing Bournemouth attack. But yeah. this season he's been a bit, been a bit, been a bit of a bit part player. Cause I, I like to watch Bournemouth. Like, cause I like the way they play under Eddie Howe. 
He's, he hasn't really featured as much as I'd like him to. Has he? So do you think it's because he's stalling out? Do you think you think it's because he's stalling out in his contract? That's why Ryan is kind of giving. Possibly, possibly, possibly. Yeah, and and obviously now they have Harry Wilson. They're like, hmm, maybe he can be doing the job. And obviously they they've got him on loan. They're, I don't know if they're paying his wages, but they've got him on loan. And so I guess they want to utilize Harry Wilson a bit more. So boy, <clears> perhaps <throat> last season there wasn't much competition for that place. And I know Klopp puts in these um, clauses where they need to pay, play 65% of matches or something like that. Or they oh, get is it? Recall. Well, a lot yeah. of big clubs do that now, yeah. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Okay, I, didn't I, know don't, that. I, I, don't think, I don't think we're going to go after Ryan Fraser. It's interesting. I wish we had more time on the pod because I think this time we're going to do a mad a lean. I think we're going to go mad. Yeah, but obviously, I agree. Well, I mean, if we're signing players on freeze, it just, just reference the case of Mbappe 2020. Yeah. Yeah. For me personally, Nike in it. Killian. Killian. He comes in the night kit. You know, but yeah. Killian the killer. (laughs) 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 Guys, Uh, guys, I want a question. I want to ask everyone a question. Everyone's kind of shook. But um, does any does everybody think we've won the league? Or okay, no. Do you know what? Let me rephrase that. If you say (laughs) as a percentage, how confident are you that we're gonna win the league? Like so, if you're 100 percent confident, like me, wants to go first. Then you say that I was, I'm. I'm gonna go first. I'm saying we've won the league in it because I look at, I look at the teams we played even in the first 12 games. Uh, we played all of the top seven, and then we played a f- all of the newly pro- promoted teams. But the next seven games are probably like a lot of the teams that are mid table. But City have to play like so many hard teams. I'm doing I say Super Sundays, bear. Bro, trust me. <laughs> listen, well, I done. Next, but anyway. I- I, I think on Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Leicester. Our next five, yeah, game, our next five games are Crystal Palace away, um, Brighton at home, Everton at home, Bournemouth away, and Watford at home. We Anyhow, we fucking draw to Everton. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Well, that's oh such, my that days. is such a weird game. It's the Merseyside derby game, bro. on a Wednesday at quarter past It's on eight. Amazon Prime, isn't it? It's like on that. Amazon Prime. Yeah. So, what's eight? <laughs> what the hell? I, if, if, if you want to know my answer, yeah, I am. It's weird because I'm forty to sixty percent. I can't. I can't give you. That's kind of low, bro. That's kind of low. And I told you, and I told you why. <laughs> One, yes, City have injuries, but we see what City are capable of when 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 it comes to crunch time. Two seasons in a row. They're able. There was literally a three-point difference between 100 points and sorry, two-point difference between 100 points and 98 points between those two seasons. And these players are still performing at peak levels. They have a great squad which can be utilized throughout the whole season. And yes, oh, that's that's City side. Like I believe they still have the confidence to amass a high amount of points between now and the end of the season. And they okay, could how many, potentially sorry, beat us. Sorry, just on just on that point alone, how many points do you think they'll get this season? I can't say. I don't even know how many we'll get. They'd so have I, to win like twenty five games to get close, like twenty three games to get ninety eight points. And and this goes to my and this goes to my Liverpool point. Liverpool, in my opinion, this season, even though our results have been amazing, we haven't mm-hmm. played in a that dominant one. way. We haven't, yeah, yeah we haven't true. played in a dominant dominant enough way. But yeah. doesn't that encourage like, you? Well, no, no, no. But that's yeah. the thing. Me, yeah, it would encourage some people because the results encourage you. But what I watched the ninety minutes, so I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah. If, but you I was gonna team, say, if you back a team on the wrong day and they have enough quality and we're not clinical enough, which we have shown to be in like when things do get tough, then boy, it can I get long. I feel like so we. I feel I was like gonna yeah. Say, yeah. 
No, I feel like we've not so, got um I feel like we've not got out of second gear for most of this season. But yeah, hundred percent. But when we but when we so need Chris, to what's your percentage? Um Bear man sitting on the fence, you know. No, no, no. The question. I've I've <laughs> I've li- I've lived long enough to see this team both fill me with joy and then kill me at the same time. Uh mm-hmm. but I'd probably say I'm about sixty five percent certain that we're gonna wow, win the league. That's low, man. Let's forget this, forget this, forget this. Yeah. My name's Joe, yeah. Mark my name, yeah. Hundred percent bruv. Done though. That's what I like to hear. Got this. Got this. Right. That man you're was ones... that man was screaming two to the sky, you know. Like... Well, no, he's finished, bro, because he knew that he needed to get something from that game. Yeah, and and because he didn't get anything from that game, and furthermore, like I said at the top of the season, they did not replace company from. That's too much of a leader to not replace, bro. I hear you. It's I too much you. of it, and don't forget, you know, in the last um the last half of the last season, from like January to like May. I'm not sure on the statistics, but company was a massive, massive player for them. Yeah, massive he was. He was. Player. He was 100%. You know what so I'm saying? So when you look at that team that played on Sunday, yeah, although they were very good, none of them like really took the game out of scruff of the neck. It was only Sterling trying. Do you know what I've noticed? Man City don't really have a leader anymore. Like, we have a few. We have Neil Henderson, Van Dijk. Yeah, and Man City... <sighs> They, they, they don't have a leader like, yeah. there's no one to look at like that said yeah they want to do it from. you don't even have Fabian Dolph shouting that come on lads we, we know what to do like, yeah, <laughs> you don't even have him anymore like, yeah, that was true. dogs in it in that documentary bro, bro. Yeah, I saw that I was like right you Delph yeah yeah, yeah like, why you are you talking bro you got to pass the beef it's like Delph of his Delph of his Delph of his strong Yorkshire action going fucking hell lads but Farouk if we get 15 out of 15 in these next five games it's going hundred percent. By the way, all right, cool. cool. Now I'm 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 I'm, wait, I'm waiting until I'm waiting until um March though. I'm waiting until January. Yeah, March, 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 March is a bit too late. March is a bit too late. Do you know Man City? Do you know? I, I think you're forgetting who Man City are because I was saying this last season as well. When everyone was like, "Yeah, we've won it," I said it like at the very start. But the moment we drew against Man United, I was like, "Nah." There, there is a part of me that thinks they used up all their energy in that run towards the end of last season, and they're just. From from like um, listening to Danfield rap earlier in the week and stuff, all the Man City contributors they've had on there, they seem like they they're not at it this season. Like the motivation seems to have dropped, have dropped a little. And even one of their contributors said that we seem a lot more hungry for it than they are. And that's the thing mm-hmm. I think that pushes towards it at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, and I think there's been a mentality change in the squad. Even though we are not playing that well, and back to the point I was going to make that we are not performing that well. Eventually, we will click. It's not going to be this bad throughout the whole season. We will click and we'll have this run of games where we play absolutely amazing. And I think that's going to come. That's yet to be seen. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very okay, early okay. into the season as well. So it's not nice. No, a, third, a third way through. I just think, look, if you look at it in terms of like numbers, they'd have to win 24 games and like to get close to what they got last year to get 98 points. If my math is like correct, you know, it's, it's, it's a big ask. Is it something? Is it something like we could we can um, we can lose two games and draw two more and we can still get over a hundred points? Yeah, well, we, we're 
like now the maximum we can get is 112 because we've dropped two points. That is fucking so, insane. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, that is insane. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just so I'm supremely confident. I just yeah. Unless something crazy happens, league's done, man. Just quick question before we wrap up: How many points do you see us dropping this season? We've already dropped two. I think ten, max. Same. I'd agree max. with that. We're, got, we're getting over hundred points this year. Okay. So, I think it's. You know what? It's fucking tough, bruv. Because in the prem, you never know where you can drop points. But mm-hmm. I personally do think if we was to drop points, it'll be at Man City. Uh, mad one and you guys are going to scream when you hear this but Man United at home could be tough for us are you insane <laughs> you're buzzing you're buzzing yeah you see <laughs> you're buzzing. I don't think I don't think it's that crazy I don't think it's that crazy nah it's crazy but bro we're going to get smoked you so? yeah. like, um, Arsenal smoke. Arsenal away don't, please, don't even don't even please, mention please. that Bummer's club. Don't even mention it. I'm I'm trying to take the podcast to the next level. This is like when when Chris was talking about Lawrence. Oh yeah, let me stop before. Yeah, yeah I, I, do, I, do, I, do, I think I think I think we've got a mad slip up against one of them little teams, one of them little ones. Yeah, like like I do not like Brighton away for some reason that just scares me. I don't know why. Brighton away because. I don't know. No, no, we, we beat them bright in the way every single yeah, time. But, um, yeah, but it was, it, was cl- it, it was a close game last year, though, wasn't it? I, I get what you I said. I games like that, though, mm. guys. But I'm, I'm not worried about anyone but City. I will say, I'm, I'm very happy that we've already done Sheffield United away and I'm, Chelsea yeah. away. Oh, my God, yeah. Chelsea away is another one that's supposed I to be a away, man. You, man, away, man, you man laughed at me for saying that Sheffield United away would be a difficult game. <laughs> And now look, yeah, but bro, yeah, at the time it sounded very funny. Like, yeah, there's there's like, 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 bonds as well. So, hey, scored again we the weekend. We didn't know what was on. Hey, he scored again <laughs> the weekend. So, so. Uh, get, get, <laughs> go away, go away, Chris. Oh, <laughs> I think it'd be a good time to wrap it up. Um, again, boys, thank you very much for jo- for jo- being on this podcast. As per usual, it's been a good one. Dive into a lot of. Uh, a lot of good topics. Um, now nah, this this podcast was probably my favorite podcast um, episode so far. Sorry, yeah. guys, who wasn't here. It's the most. It's, it's the, I mean, it's, it's it's the most diverse subject range of a podcast that we've done. Sorry, Joe, that we didn't yeah, get man. you on no, to no, do. Uh, yeah, my bad, Joe. My bad. Didn't have a Tim Tim for hat talk with Joe, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, there is a, actually a Touchline Fracas live show uh, coming soon. Uh, it will be. Alex, have you actually got the date? Because it's not on the event form that I've got. Oh, sorry. It's on the 15th of December. Yeah, 15th uh, of December. Uh, it will be showcasing the Man United versus Everton game at 2pm and the Manchester City versus Arsenal game at 4.30pm. So if you are an Arsenal fan, you can go down, watch your team lose and get drunk at the same time and then have hey. a really nice live show to watch as well. Um, featuring possibly some of the boys off this podcast. Who knows? Maybe you can come and rush us. We don't know. Um, <laughs> you better come with an army if you're coming to Russia. Oh, <laughs> we might just we might just send Fahi so you can rush him instead. I know a lot yeah, of people yeah, are good yeah. in for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's um, definitely Fahi that you need to rush. All the Barcelona <laughs> lost videos. All the Barcelona lost pictures. Yeah, yeah I can't lie. Fahi's the one that's taking the beating still. <laughs> uh, doors do open at one pm, so be sure to get down. Go for a few drinks, watch the game, and of course, get involved with the banter. You can get tickets on shoes.com. We will retweet the link and be sure to go down and have a great time. 
And again, from everyone here at Cop and Fracas, thank you for joining us for a lengthy podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We won't be back next. We won't be here next week, obviously, because of the international break, which will rob us of more good content again. God damn it! But we'll be back the week after to review the Crystal Palace game and talk about the game against Napoli as well. So thank you very much and have a great week. Peace. Peace. Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts, low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Sports Social Podcast Network.